Hey everyone, I'm Fallon Fulce, and this is The Strategist, a place where you can come to learn tools, tips, and tricks to ditch your toxic workplace so that you can actually enjoy coming to work again. Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of The Strategist, and welcome in to the new year. Happy 2024, everyone. So I think it's interesting because, so I've had a nice little break over the holidays. It was much needed, wonderful. We traveled, we did all kind of fun stuff with the family. It was great. Definitely a needed break. And while on that break, I had a lot of time for some reflection and thinking about you know the holiday season and how it's so busy for everyone and you know, we go through the entire year, we get to the end of the year, we have the holidays, it's supposed to be a time of rest, but really it's just more stuff to do. And once we get through with all the stuff, then, you know, it goes into the new year and you're supposed to just keep going and have, you know, set your goals, achieve your goals, have success and, you know, all these things. And it's exhausting because, it honestly goes against the natural order of things because think about what season it is right now. Right now we're in like dead of winter, right? Everything is cold. We're supposed to, in a way, hibernate. We're supposed to take things slower. But yet in modern society, we've created this space where we are, you know, January 1st, we have to just put the gas pedal back on and go. And it just doesn't ever feel right to me because it's not really a time to go. It's a time to rest, rejuvenate, and to really plan, get our ducks in a row. And I think that that concept has been really lost, especially in Western society where we we want to just, you know, like I said, January 1st, let's go, right? And it's just so counterintuitive to me. So in feng shui, we actually studied uh, more along like the Chinese type of uh, New Year where it happens a little bit later in usually February time frame, um, sometimes late January. But it that one always feels a little bit more appropriate, not necessarily that I celebrate the Chinese New Year, but I celebrate it in the way that that feels more like my start to the new year. But in, you know, I'm always one of those people where I like to kind of blend different cultures and different things. Like I pick and choose, oh, this feels good to me and this feels good to me. So let me do both of those, even though it may be counterintuitive. So right now, my thing that I'm doing, and maybe you can play along with me, is I am planting the seeds. I am not necessarily really going out and go, 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 do, 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 do. I am planning. I am putting things together. I am setting myself up so that when it is time to go, at least for me, then I'm ready. And I feel so much more prepared rather than if I just hit the gas pedal January 1st and I just go. So I am, here's some things that I'm planning. 
one of the things is that my app is actually live in the Apple Store, uh, App Store, and also uh, live in Passion.io so that Android users can use it as well. And it is, uh, I am like beyond excited. So the app name is the number four pillar. And you can go download it now if you wanted to, but um, I have like a webinar that you guys can watch for free and all of that is all set up and ready to go. So that is ready to go and what it has in there. So the app is called Four Pillar, but what it has in it is actually called Daily Detoxes. So it is a series of three different little short, breathwork meditations that you do throughout your day and by short I mean literally two three I think the longest I think it goes three to four minutes one of them is six minutes and one of them is nine minutes so in total it'll take less than 20 minutes in your day but it's not 20 minutes back to back because when I was doing all of that because um, all of these meditations are things that I actually used to start to incorporate moments of peace and rest in my day um, so that I could really perform at my best. And so all of these are broken up into smaller bites because I could not find 20 solid minutes in my very busy day to actually meditate or take a rest or break so these are recordings that I've done. They're available on there. Um, and you also would get, um, I put together a 27 day jumpstart detox. So that is just a 27 day consecutive. You, I mean, even if it's not consecutive, you can still do it. And it is a series of meditations, EFT tapping, breath work. Um, each day is something different. And then you also have a journal prompt that goes with that. So that is a really fun thing to start. And uh, just to really start get things flowing and going and get things help you reflect on where you've been so that you can plan on where you want to go. And on top of that, I also have in there some deeper cleanse detoxes. So it's like it's and by deeper, I mean like they're two and three minutes. They're very short but they go a lot deeper as far as for getting more into like getting yourself motivated or really cleansing and grounding and getting yourself set and you do those once a week. So that's out there, that's available and you know as the everything builds I will continue to add to it. Um, to the app and have other things available as well. So there is a lot of stuff that I've got planned for that. And I am so excited that I get to share that with you guys now. It's something that's been in the works for probably about a year now. So I am really, really excited to share that with you guys. So that's available and the link for that will be in the show notes. And as well see what else do I have planned for this year um oh so I am about to become a certified hypnotherapist through Mind Valley which is going to be so exciting for me and for you too because you're going to benefit from that just from listening to 
my meditations and things like that. So I am super excited to start that. So I will be, yeah, starting that in 2024. So those are my big seeds that I'm planting and that I'm planning and just getting every, all my ducks in a row, getting everything lined up. And, um, yeah, so that's, what's been going on with me, you know, not, not a whole lot. Um, but yeah, so that was, that's what's going on. And also, you know, in the spirit of planting the seed and planning and, you know, setting our goals for where we want to go this year, one of the things that occurred to me is, yes, it's great to really plan our goals and set our goals out. And there's so many things out there where it's, you know, how do you set goals? What are the right goals for you? And, you know, the list goes on of what's available for you to actually set your goals. But one of the things I think falls short in a lot of different goal setting techniques is that, okay, so you wrote, you know, become a millionaire, you know, on your paper for 2024. Well, that's pretty easy to measure your success is to look at your bank account and say, Oh, all right, we're at a million dollars. Check in the box success. What it's harder to do is, you know, even on weight loss, like, let's say you're like, Oh, I want to lose 20 pounds. Well, you lost 20 pounds. All right, check in the box. All of those things are great and they're wonderful as far as for achieving them. And if you become a millionaire, let me know. I'll become your, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, So, but it's one of those things where you set these goals and a lot of them in a way, they're great because they get you somewhere where you want to go and it's an easy, attainable, external validation when you get there. But when you set goals of a little bit more along the lines of, you know, I want to have more self-love in my life. I want to be more kind and gentle towards my kids. And I want to be a more loving wife or be a more uh, loving husband or, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to bring in in your new year it may not be something that you can have an external checkpoint saying, I've met those goals. And this actually came to me one day while I was running. So I went for a run and I was not feeling it. It was just one of those days where I really probably should have stopped and just let my body rest. But I mean, me and the overachiever self, you know, working on that. Maybe one of my things I had for 2024. Um, But I just kept pushing myself and I kept going. And the way that I measured my success and the way that I kept myself motivated to keep going was I would be like, okay, that light pole over there, I'm going to run to that. And then when I get to that, I'll be successful, right? So I ran to the light pole and then I would pick out the next light pole and I would pick out the next one and I would just keep doing that until I finished my run. 
And as I was doing that, it really brought this to light of using these external points of validation to determine your success. Like I was saying, okay, well, I'm going to have a successful run if I get to that next light pole, if I get to that next light pole. And that's great because it does get you ultimately to your end goal. But what happens when there is no external validation to actually be had and it's just like an internal win that you achieve? How do you measure that success? And that's really what I'm focusing on this year is how do I measure my success? Because in the past, I've been very focused on these external things where I am focused on, well, I'll be successful when I get to the, to be a manager, when I get to, you know, X amount in my bank account, when I get to, you know, whatever it is, have the nice car, the nice house, the material things, right? That means that I'm successful. But to me, now, I'm at a point in my life where that, yes, that's great. That's wonderful. I love it that those things are present in my life and I'm very grateful. But those things don't fulfill me. That does not bring me as much joy as seeing my kids laugh and play together and not, you know, kill each other and fight. But it's, those kind of moments or watching the sunrise with them and getting to share those memories. And it's, it's those kinds of moments to me that really bring me joy and allow me to feel success. And, you know, I think part of it is that I went through this whole time period in my life where I was very materialistic and I wanted all of the shiny, bright, new toys and things. And I got those things, right? But when I got them, it always felt very like, oh, okay, like I got it. Cool. You know, it was never this feeling of fulfillment. It was never, oh, this is amazing. You know, this is exactly what I wanted. This it fulfills me. It lights me up. It does, you know, it doesn't. It didn't. And so the past couple years, I've really gone on a journey to find out what does light me up? What really makes me happy? What brings joy into my life and what makes me feel successful and fulfilled? And as I go through that journey, and I'm still going through it, right? I mean, it's an ever-evolving thing. I want to know what measure of success, like what is that for me? What do I define success as when it's not something that's material? And I honestly feel like if we don't focus, because here's the thing. Now that I have shifted more into like, I want to just bring joy and happiness and, you know, those kinds of feelings into my life, I have 
set goals for myself, like last year and the year before that, I set these goals for myself that were aligned with that. But I did never really like defined what does success really mean? Like, what am I going to achieve and actually get, you know, what am I going to say? Yes, I did it. Right. It's harder when it's not something material that you can feel and touch. And in the past, I did not define what that success actually was. So whenever I would actually achieve them, I either didn't realize I even achieved it or the moment would fall flat and I, it wouldn't, like I didn't acknowledge and take that moment to pause and really celebrate I did that because I was so focused on, okay, next, okay, next, you know, and it's that pause and that real moment of reflection of, what you actually have accomplished that really gives you that sense of satisfaction and allows you to reflect and say, oh, I did do it. I was successful. So this year, that's what my focus is on is, okay, I want to bring joy and happiness and fulfillment into my life by doing X, Y, and Z And this is how I know that I will have achieved X, Y, and Z. And really incorporating that piece of it into my goals. And also focusing on celebrating those wins. Because that's something that I'm terrible at. I will set these goals, achieve them, overachieve them, and then I don't actually take time to say that was great good job you know you did a great job I don't do that and so that's one of the other things that I'm focusing on is not only am I going to define what success actually means I am going to when I achieve those goals take a moment to really celebrate and it's interesting because um, I worked with a wellness coach and I still do um, Megan Jones and she has you know, challenged me while I was working with her pretty heavily on um, being, you know, having the celebration, like, what does celebration actually mean? What do you do to celebrate? And for me, growing up, being in southern Louisiana, a lot of, you know, celebration meant you would go eat out, you would go have cake or dessert or ice cream. And that was your celebration. And so growing up, I always associated food with celebration. And that's something that I have. And I mean, if that's how you want to celebrate, you do you boo, like I'm not knocking it. But it's one of those things that I have had to redefine for myself of what does it really mean for me to celebrate? Like for me, if it's not going to be food that I'm going to use to celebrate, which I don't anymore, you know, I choose, well, let's go see a movie with my kids and my husband. Let's, or even it's not even go see a movie. It's like literally let's camp out in the living room and watch a TV and eat some popcorn. Um, although, I mean, I just make the popcorn <laughs> I actually don't really like popcorn, but, um, 
And so I um, have shifted what it means to celebrate. So not only is it taking and saying, okay, what does success mean? But what am I going to do to celebrate that win? And maybe it's you take a trip somewhere or you you do buy yourself something material that you've been really wanting. Um, and Or you go and you take a walk and you go f- exercise and move your body and use that to celebrate. You know, there's so many different ways to celebrate. And that's something that I've recently in the past year or two really have discovered that there are so many ways to celebrate. And so that's kind of what I am focusing on for 2024 is bringing joy, happiness, and fulfillment into my life and measuring that success, saying, okay, this is what it means to be successful in those things. And this is how I'm going to celebrate. So I hope that you guys have taken a little bit from my uh, little rant about success and um, you know celebration and use that to incorporate into your 2024 goals and I would love to hear what you guys are planning for 2024 Um, you know shoot me a message on LinkedIn or on Facebook I would love to hear it so um, yeah welcome 2024 here we go So I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I will talk to you guys next week.